What's up, you guys? Welcome to episode number 23 of the Trucker Group Podcast. I'm your host, Chance. And again, we have a guest. Another week where you won't have to just listen to me, because I know you guys are sick of it. Um, this time, we have my girlfriend, my <laughs> my sister's girlfriend, Ashley. She goes to school in Evergreen, Washington? Well, no, Olympia, Ever- Olympia, Olympia, Washington. Olympia, Washington. The school is Evergreen. Yeah. Okay, that was, I butchered that whole intro, That's but right. we're going to keep it. We're going to let it go. Um, what is your major? I don't even know what your major is. I'm majoring is. in anthropology, but it's going to be, that's am- cultural studies. Okay, cultural studies. But it's going to be like a Bachelor of, like, Arts and Humanities. It's a Bachelor of Arts? Mm-hmm. Really? You can get Bachelor of Arts or Sciences. I think that's it, actually. Okay, so, yeah, she goes to school in Washington. She does a lot of cool stuff up there, <laughs> has a lot of cool friends. She gets to see things that we don't get to here in Missouri. <laughs> Everything's way, way nicer way and cleaner up there. Up there. yeah. Um, the air is fresher. <laughs> the people are, I don't know if they're nicer. Oh, yeah. They're nicer? Definitely. Really? Well, it depends on where you're at. Okay. Um, but yeah, and she's, she went to Flognaw, was that last week? Um, two, two weeks, weeks ago. Two weeks ago, so we're definitely going to talk about that. Um, but first off, I want to talk about your school. Because okay. a lot of things happened yeah. this semester up there. Um, what are you referring to? The, you the militia that was yeah, like yeah. You mentioned that in Portland. I didn't hear much about that. Oh, you were you weren't Mm-mm. okay. Well, the, like Antifa was there, like wreaking havoc in the Pacific Northwest, and I like texted you. I was like, dude, I know you, you better stay safe because like now, the thing about that is, is two years ago in the spring they had like a huge riot because a professor said something, and there was like a whole bunch of extreme rightists out there. Like they had to clear the school because someone was like threatening to bomb the entire school. That's insane. Yeah. That's like that's so scary. Yeah. The worst we have is we had the the guy who comes out like the extreme like Christian guys mm-hmm. and they'll just like stand in the middle of campus and yell stuff. Oh, we have that. We had a so huge abortion thing. They did it during homecoming week and all he was, he was like standing outside like cam- like in the middle of campus right outside mm-hmm. the union was like yelling about how all fraternities are for our drugs and rape and all this other stuff and all the fraternity guys were like standing around him like yelling at him. It was Jesus. so funny. We had a guy I last week actually in my class who was like we had to move classrooms because we thought he was going to shoot up our class are you serious dead ass serious for, for what yeah. like what was he, he well he just opposes like everybody's views and out there everyone's super like left-sided yeah and so if you i mean they're kind of assholes about it yeah which is like but uh he just always talked about like Everyone he opposes, like if he was in Trump's position, he'd kill everyone he opposed. And what? he like he just wouldn't make comments constantly about like wanting to shoot. Like we had a protest, and I went to, and he like said he wanted to kill everybody at the protest. And oh my god, so it was like was a like, really serious like, thing. He was like, like really trying. Like to kill I people. didn't go to class one of the days because I was scared. Oh my god, yeah, that's terrifying. We don't have anything like that. I know it was. That's insane. But he's from like Virginia, and it's like, why would you go out there if you're just gonna? He's from Virginia, yeah. So do you have, like, is is your school people from, like, all over oh, the country? Oh, yeah. There's really? people from different countries. I have a girl in my class from Denmark and Japan. Really? We mm. have we have quite a few. I think the most we have is, like, South Koreans. We have a lot of South Koreans, yeah. but we don't have... We it's have... it's a, mostly kids from Missouri who couldn't yeah. afford to go to D1 no, schools. No, we have a whole, like, a whole dorm is just foreign exchange students. Really? Like, the EF program. Yeah. That's cool. Um, So you develop... You're taking, like, photography classes, Yeah, right? it's just, like, film photography. It's just a beginning class. Oh, so you have, like, a film photography, and then you have, like, digital photography? Well, um, this class is just a film one, but he, okay. the teacher also teaches, like, a digital photography okay. one. Okay. Because there's only two photography classes because they've cut all the funds for it, but... 
Oh, really? That's yeah. how, well, they just cut the uh, the photography department at UCM. Yeah. Like, cut it completely. They've cut a lot of stuff at my school. It's getting really bad. Which, I guess, like, why wouldn't you major in, like, if you're going to do photography, why wouldn't you just do, like, video at this point? Yeah. Because it, it goes hand in hand, honestly. Like, yeah. you can figure it out. But, I mean, photography editing and video editing is completely different. Oh, yeah, it's, definitely. It's so much, I think, I honestly think that photography editing is more difficult because you have yeah. to have such a fine attention to detail yeah but so you take pictures on film mm-hmm. and you develop you've like been learning how to develop yeah. your film how do you do that because i do not understand um, it because it's I've really seen, hard like, don't you have to have like a super dark room <laughs> yeah like so what you have to do is you have to you have to unreal the film back into like the container before you ever even take it out of the camera because if you open it it exposes the whole room yeah and then once you do that, you take it into like just a completely dark room, no light at all, and you open it up, and you have to unreel it and like reel it on a spool. But if you they touch each other, then it's gonna blotch the the negatives. Like okay. I had a film last week, and it completely destroyed like three rows of my negatives because they were oh. touching. But after you do that, you um you put it like you have to shake it up in developer, and there's a few other things you put in it, and then you unreel it and hang it and dry it. And then that's about it, really, of the developing. But then to like enlarge it, you have yeah, to you go have through to... like that whole process again, really. And then almost. scan it in, yeah, and then edit it, and yeah. Photoshop, whatever. Well, we do. I do them like on the larger in the dark room. Okay, but so you, wait, you guys have also... a dark room on campus. Yeah. Okay. But we cool. also like I'm doing an assignment right now where we do scan them and edit them like on. I'm okay. using Lightroom, but well, yeah, yeah Lightroom. Lightroom's simpler than, like, Photoshop Oh, yeah, is. I hate Lightroom's, Photoshop after using Lightroom. Lightroom's pretty pretty straightforward. Yeah. So Photoshop's a lot of, like... It's more the, for the, the editing la- wildly, like... The, the layers yeah. confuse me. Mm-hmm. And Brina's, like, such a pro at it, because that's, like, all her classes are yeah. in Illustrator and Photoshop. And I do not get it. I get so mad. Mm-hmm. We had to do this section in multimedia where you had to learn how to use, like, this curve tool. Oh, yeah, The yeah. Bezier curve. I could not figure it out. I use it a little all. bit in Lightroom, but not a lot because in with the black and white pictures, it's completely different too. It's so different. Have you been so? Whenever you take your film pictures, do you use color film or do you use black? And I white use film? black and white. You like black and We're white. just doing black and white this semester. I okay. think. So, I couldn't even imagine how to do color. <laughs> so when you do black and white, do you ever like throw them into Lightroom and put color in them? Um. I haven't done that yet. We just started, like, working on an assignment, uploading them on there and doing that. But uh, he told us we could do that. I just don't know how to do that. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just always thought that was... Because, okay, so how many rolls of film do you go through before you develop? Because I know some people, they'll, like, take them, they'll re-roll it, and then they'll, like, refrigerate the film. Oh, yeah, no, I, I have been doing... I just do... um since our assignments are pretty spread apart, I'll just take one roll of film, develop it, and then work on it for a while. Okay. But while I'm home, I have two films. I have to do a portrait film, which I'm doing with McKenna, and then I'm just I have another one that I'm gonna take like night pictures and just pictures and stuff home. And oh, then you can to... develop them together, like at the same time, so that you don't have to do them differently because okay. it takes like an hour to develop them. What's the what's like the specifications on your like portrait? Or like your um, well, like what are the two projects and like what are the specifications? The portrait is just supposed to be like you're just supposed to be able to get like a feel of who the person is just by looking at the pictures. And I had to bring home like their tripod and a flash and a reflector and everything to because you're supposed to incorporate like cool light and texture into it. Okay. Um, my other roll of film, I'm just taking pictures because I have an extra one, 
The night one I want to do with the fisheye lens because the stars don't shine in Washington like they do here. Like, at all. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it, oh, is it just because it's always overcast? No, I don't really know. It's just terrible, <laughs> to be honest with you. The stars just are never out. That's insane. I yeah. I would have thought it would be better. I, I did, too. I mean, they're out every now and then, but it's nothing like it's Missouri not skies. Mm-hmm. Especially not where your mom lives, where it's you're out in the country. Yeah, and it's, it's like no beautiful light out there. No, it's best out there. Yeah. Well, which is why I brought it home to do that. Can, so you're... Your camera will pick up the stars, though? Yeah, so with night exposures, I haven't done any of those yet. A girl in my class is who, like, got me interested in trying it because she took one. But for that, I'm going to have to use probably at least, like, half a roll of film just to get one. Because you have to expose it, like, take the picture at different times. Mm -hmm. So I'll probably do, like, 10 seconds and then try, like, 30 up to, like, 2 minutes. Oh, for the... Night uh... picture. Because what, what is it the yeah the exposure time so yeah. you're gonna have to like amp it up like super high yeah. to get any of that light yeah that's gonna be cool yeah it's gonna be hard though and it sucks because it's gonna use like i'm just gonna have to take a crap ton of pictures what and hope it turns out what like where do you go get your film at um do you just buy it at yeah i can just buy it on campus which ours just came with the class but they have them on campus that we can buy okay is it like the re- the regular canisters or is it yeah like it's like something just a higher grade 400 okay normal film yeah because i usually i like to take pictures with my point and shoot film mm-hmm. camera and i just go by it like walmart and yeah get like the fuji film i think i used 400 yeah yeah, it's right yeah. there. Yeah. Fuji Film 400. 400 is what we used to, the ISO 400. Oh, I have. Oh, that's almost looks exactly the same as mine, actually. This one. Oh, shoot, it's unrolled. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is. I think. So, what happened at Bonnaroo was I took a bunch of pictures with my point and shoot mm-hmm. and didn't realize that it was out the whole time. So, I took all these pictures and my, it was out of film the whole time. Oh my god, that's so heartbreaking. Yeah, I was so sad. I was Aww. so mad. But, Brianna got some pretty good ones. Yeah, they, so. I've seen some of those. I took a... I was still mad, because I had a couple that like I had set up, and mm-hmm. they looked really good. And then afterwards, I was like, Brianna, this is on the last day, like the last morning. I was like, it was out of film the whole time. So do you so have mad. to put the film in there? Do you have to like latch it into the camera and stuff? Or do you just like put well, it in there? Well, you like there? put it in there and like fold it over yeah. this one part. And then when you close it, it like... Mm-hmm. winds it out yeah so i a few times well i didn't necessarily it didn't mess me up too many times but once i like took a few pictures and then realized that it wasn't like taking them oh, at all because man. it wasn't latched on yeah my teacher didn't really teach us like the stuff he just kind of gave us a book and was like here you go here you go that's Which, the worst well, my teachers yeah. my teachers seem to take way too long when explaining yeah. the camera like they'll take like a whole week mm-hmm. to explain to us how to like take the lens cap off and yeah. do that i'm like I had a teacher like that last year with, like, my film classes and stuff, but this one, I'm like, people, film is so much harder than digital, and it, yeah, you it's have way to, it needs that much yeah. explaining, and we didn't get any, like, I, the first two weeks, I was like, I don't know how to do this, mm. I was so nervous to just, like, that I was gonna ruin all my stuff. You try trial and error, yeah. I mean, that's, I've gotten that's what... pretty good at it, my prints are really neat, I'm really happy with it. Yeah, them, I've so. seen some of the ones yeah. you've, like... I think you've sent him to, I don't know where you've posted them. I've posted them on Instagram, I but think. But they're super yeah. cool. I've, yeah, those would be cool to, like, blow up and make into, like, oh, yeah. nice, like, framed pictures. Yeah, I'm definitely, I think what I'm going to start do- doing, because the paper's so expensive, like, it's a box of 100 pieces, it's, like, $80, and if yeah. it gets exposed to light, it's ruined, so it's yeah. just risky. But I'm just going to start uploading them, like, scanning my negatives and uploading them and then just making prints, because it's so much cheaper. Yeah, and if yeah. you got, if you made, like, 
vague enough prints you could sell them for yeah. for easy like easy yeah. money on Etsy or something. That's what Brianna's thing about doing is like putting her yeah, stuff on cool Etsy. Yeah, that's a cool idea. She could definitely bubble. do that too. Her prints are really cool. Yeah, her her stuff. She's gotten so good at what she's doing. At first, yeah. she was like, like last year, she was mm-hmm. so nervous about what everything. What is she doing on? What do you mean? Like, what is she? Does she use Photoshop or? Um. So she likes Illustrator the best, mm-hmm. just because it is you can like digitally draw. You can. You can manipulate things more, but she does, she uses both. So, yeah. like, sometimes she'll have to throw it in Illustrator and Photoshop, mm-hmm. sometimes just one or the other. But she likes Illustrator more, but she also uses Photoshop. Photoshop's for more of, like, did you ever see her, her Frank Ocean book she made? No. So, it's a pic. So, she, you, like, take a portrait mm-hmm. and you trace over it. Because if you don't get proportions right, mm-hmm. it won't look like the yeah. person you're trying to make. So, you, like, literally trace their face with, like, the shape tools. Uh-huh. And then it looks like them and you can, like, manipulate it and do whatever wow, you want. So, she had to make an entire, like, zine mm-hmm. that was all Frank Ocean. Like, all his face of this one portrait. That's wild. And she had to, like, change the colors, the textures. I am, with, I've been wanting to talk to her about that because it's super cool and I was curious how she did all that. Yeah, just... Yeah, just hit her up. Yeah, time. I like want to know you. because it's super neat. I'm, yeah. I'm getting some of her sticker, the 80, 80, oh, yeah. 88s. The 808s and Heartbreaks. And heartbreaks. Yeah. You don't even know. The, I know, I know, I know. I didn't even know what it was. But it's a Kanye album. I know, but I'm just trying to support her sticker, so I was yeah. like, yeah, I want one. It's it's a good album, though. Yeah. It is. There's also, to listen to it. she just freaked out because there's no curse words on the whole album. That whole album? Has, yeah, none. That's so wild. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's pretty much a pop album. I think he played a song from that while yeah, we were at Yeah, played Paranoia. Out. We heard it. Oh. We heard that, and Kid Cudi played... Yeah, um, I know what you're talking about. It was he right after. Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah, that's what we heard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Classic. That's yeah, a good, that's really a good, good festival song, though. Yeah. But speaking of, of Flogna, mm-hmm. you went. Yeah. Um, You went to two festivals this year. Yeah, Lala. Went to Lala and... Lala was better, in my opinion. McKenna said Lala was better. Or you're... McKenna... From she said from what we were talking. What about, I was Lala's saying, better. yeah, I, L.A. crowds are terrible, and I think it's just because they're so privileged that they're so used to that that it's not like a huge thing for them. Like, yeah. So many of those people have just been year after year and seen the same artist over and over again. But Tyler definitely puts on a show. Like it's super neat and it's a great experience. But the concerts just weren't the same. Like at yeah. L- I have a video of Billie Eilish, two of like the same video, and at Lollapalooza it's just so much better. And the crowd the has, more into yeah, it. and the artists do fantastic. Don't get me wrong, but like the crowd has such an effect on how the show oh, is overall. Oh, definitely, I agree. And it was just every show, everyone was just standing there. Yeah, I watched a whole girl like she just filmed the entire show of Kali Uchis. I hate like, that. The, she was oh right in front of me with her that. phone the whole time, and I was like, "Are you even watching it?" Like, yeah. I'm I'm cool to like. So, I used to film, like, the whole concert, mm-hmm. but then Tyler Cardinal was like, I only take my phone out and take one to two pictures, because mm-hmm. I want to, like, experience yeah. it. And after that, I'll take maybe, like, one video of, like, my favorite song mm-hmm. they play, and then I'll take a couple pictures, just because I think the stage design's cool, yeah. the lights look cool, and then I'll just, like, enjoy myself. Yeah. And ever since I've been doing that, I've been mm-hmm. having a lot more fun at concerts. Oh, yeah. I'm, I still take a lot of videos, especially, it just, it depends, just because I haven't, before, like, this year, I never really went to concerts that, like, were for me, that yeah. I really enjoyed, but I still try to take videos of the songs I like, but I don't videotape, like, the whole song. I'll take, like, 30 seconds, and I'm like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. Or, or I'll take try to take really cool pictures of, like, the artist, because that's just, like, my yeah, instinct. That's, that's I like taking do. pictures, yeah. so, but besides that, I mean, I still enjoy it. Yeah, I agree. The, the crowd... See, everybody's like, oh, man, the, the show was so... But then, like, 
Especially if you're there to like, like when we saw Tyler on the on the Flower Boy tour, we went mm-hmm. to like the two week tour he did before the big one. Yeah. And the crowd was just a bunch of lame asses. Mm-hmm. Like nobody moshed. Yeah. It was literally me, Bree, and Tyler Cardinal moshing, and that's it. In our section. <laughs> I'm trying to and, imagine that. And we were like, there was we were like three rows from the stage, and nobody wanted to mosh. Tyler, he moshes at every show. Yeah. He just like throws people around. He doesn't give a damn. He's insane. He's really fun to go to concerts with because oh, he, sure. that's like what he lives for is like getting out his anger and, and he just, it's, it's really fun when you go with him. And then, yeah, you probably can't imagine Brie moshing no. at all, but she does. And, uh, excuse me. No, you're good. And, uh, at Tyler, like we were like moshing cause Taco does a set before Tyler mm, always goes on. He was at Kalagna. And nope, like he was playing only like super hard, like Chief Keith and Sheck West and stuff. Yeah. And nobody was moshing with us. I was just like, and they were like getting mad at us for yeah. watching. It was ridiculous. I was. It Where was, did you see them? Just in Kansas City. Yeah, I was at the Truman. Yeah, that's ridiculous. The, the best place for moshing because the mm-hmm. whole floor is open. Yeah. The first time we saw him, we saw him at uh, Midland. Mm-hmm. Some on the Cherry Bomb tour, oh, and that was like before that he got a good concert. That was before he got like the annoying ass Flower Boy fans, mm-hmm. which I do love the album. Yeah. But the fans annoy the shit out of me because they're all soft and don't know yeah. any of his old stuff. Anyways. Everybody at that one, that would have been, like, the diehard fans yeah. and, like, the weirder people. Like, the weird mm-hmm. kids who, like, fell in love with him back yeah. in the day because they could relate to him. And uh, that show was insane. Mm-hmm. It was insanity the whole time. Like, everybody was throwing each other around. He was jumping on speakers. Yeah. Brianna touched his leg. Ugh. It was crazy. Tyler's show was really good at Camp Flongnaw, but the crowd definitely made it. It was just highly disappointing because of the crowd. They just were boring? Yeah, I mean, and it was, like, a huge crowd. Like, we were so far away, and yeah. there was, like, a, a few of us dancing, but no. What was weren't. the biggest crowd of the whole whole weekend? Um, probably Tyler or uh, Kidsy Ghost. I, I figured. Everybody was freaking out about that. Yeah. I wanted to go on tour after seeing what they did. Yeah. Did you see Lord came after him for their glass box? No, I didn't. She, okay, so at her tour she last year. She did that. Year, yeah, I saw the She did that, but it. she did it completely different. Yeah. She had dancers in it. Yeah. She and she got in it, it for like it. one yeah. song. And somebody, I saw somebody on Instagram who found an archive of an mm-hmm. artist who did it in 2006. So she wasn't even the first one that did yeah. it. Yeah. And she like came after them and they did it completely different and they had the first person's like okay to do it. Yeah. So... I thought it was cool though. I watched I, her. I watched their whole performance on YouTube. Yeah, after. I didn't see very much of it because I already told you about that Brock Hamptons, which, by the way, was had to have been the most that people were moshing at because of the fact that they had to postpone the show. Yeah. Because they were dragging too many people out of the mosh pit that were like passed out, which is insane. That that was the one show that people yeah. were moshing. I mean, I get why people were moshing the most there. Well, not moshing the most. But well, moshing, yeah. but it still doesn't make sense to me why people weren't going like just as hard at Tyler and Kids yeah. Ghost. And well, was Tyler's set was it more like of his laid back songs or was it? Um, he played a really wide variety. He played um nine one one Mr Lonely. Um, can't think of any of them right now. He played quite a bit from, but he did say that a lot of he said he was never gonna play this set list again. Hmm. I remember. I, I could see that. that. Yeah, he's changed a lot as a as an artist. Mm-hmm. I'd like him to play his old stuff more yeah. because I, I do like his old stuff. Um, I would say I, I haven't known like a lot yeah. of him for that long and I knew quite a bit of the song. So he did play, he played Tamale. I knew that one too, but he did quit, play like quite a bit of new stuff, which was kind of like, eh. Who all came out of his, 
Who didn't ASAP Rocky come out? ASAP Rocky, came Rocky out. did. Did Earl? Mm-mm. Earl didn't come out. Mm-mm. Oh, that sucks. And I missed his. I don't remember whose I was watching at the time, but I heard his was pretty good. And Flatbush was really good too. Flatbush Zombies is sick. We saw some of them, and their crowd was huge too. Yeah, they go super. They go yeah. dumb hard live. Yeah. We saw them at Bonnaroo last summer. Yeah, they were. And it was insane. Well, they have like a cult following. Yeah. Like, people who love the Flatbush Zombies like love the Flatbush yeah. Zombies. Like. Um, they went on tour not too long ago, and every day they'd post, like, because they did meet and greets, mm-hmm. and every day they'd post meet and greet videos, and people were just tatted with Flatbush Zombies tattoos. That's wild. Absolutely tatted. I but didn't know much about sick. them until, like, this year or last year, so. Yeah, they've been big since I was a freshman or sophomore really? in high school. Yeah, that's when I found them. Was, wow, it that been surprises there, me. I didn't know that. I think their mixtape Back from the Dead is what it's called, I think. They have a huge song called Palm Trees that came out yeah. when I was, like, a sophomore. And it was, we used to, like, kind of make fun of it mm-hmm. until I started, like, really listening to yeah. them. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. These guys are sick. I didn't know that much about them. I still don't, but they're yeah. really good. They're, they're tight. I figured they would have a big mosh. Oh, yeah. ASAP Rocky had his own set, didn't he? Yeah, his, we watched a little bit of that. Um, he played some 3-6 Mafia. Um, but his was really cool. His setup was really neat. The yeah, he had the Crash he Test had, Dummy, too, didn't Yeah, he? yeah. I just didn't really like his cool. new album. It was such a letdown for me. Yeah. Wasn't it? He, he's one of those people that, like, acts like he's yeah. miles ahead, but really he's not doing anything. I don't know that much about him either, but... Yeah. He, he was really cool live. I mean, I just like him. He's very pretty, but... Yeah, Brianna loves him. He's really good. <laughs> I mean... I don't know. I've... That last album just really made me yeah. put a bad taste in my mouth. I don't know him enough to, like, put an input on it, but, I mean, he seemed really good live. Yeah. I'd, I'd go see him live. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I would Yeah. But. Man, his, his last album just made it hard to, like, yeah. want to. It was an okay, like, it wasn't, like, terrible, but it was yeah. just, like, you played it up like it was about to be something, yeah. like, insane, and it was just another hip-hop record. Yeah. Like, it wasn't, it didn't blow me away mm-hmm. or anything. I was disappointed at Lala and um, Camp Flongknock, Hallie Uchis and Tyler, the Creator, neither one of them brought them out for either, like, See You Again or after the storm huh. and they were like there yeah they're for, at the uh, same like they time were, yeah. yeah and That's, so well tyler didn't like, come out for many people's no he just watched it seemed yeah, like he, just he kinda, did he was, he was at a, a fan, lot of yeah. concerts and that's the thing just which was cool because he didn't even headline it like yeah he wants it to be just for everyone else yeah. which is super i neat. do like that a lot yeah um when because back when it first started he was like him and odd future were the headliners like, yeah that's all the festival was was like him and odd future yeah. and, like their friends mm-hmm. and to see it like blow up into this huge thing i think what magazine was it like hype beast or something just put an article out today saying that it's the best festival in america because of the lineup and, yeah like, the, the artists well, in there i'd say the lineup is really good and i think the festival as a whole is like a he's so creative it's such a good idea it's just after going, it's like I wouldn't probably go again just because it was disappointing. The yeah. crowds just made it really suck. Yeah. So Lala was definitely worth it. Oh, uh, yeah. Going back. Oh, yeah. yeah and more... I saw, like, 30, 40 people there. And at Camp Flongna, you know, you only see, like, maybe 10 artists. Yeah. So, and it made it hard because um, the lineups, like, interfered with each other. Oh, like, that's... Billie Eilish was at the same time as... Um, who did I say? Uh, Lauren Hill. Yeah. And Georgia Smith and Jaden Smith were at the same time, which isn't like a huge conflict, but yeah. I, I wanted to see both. Yeah. So, yeah, it was hard to choose between a lot of shows. Kids He Goes and Brockhampton were interfered. Post Malone interfered with Brockhampton too, and Earl Sweatshirt. 
I heard yeah. Post Malone's set was pretty good. Though. Oh, we watched it. It was we watched most of it. It was amazing. So it was better than the first time you saw him. I didn't see him at um at Lala, Lala when he was hammered. Yeah, <laughs> which I'm glad I didn't see him then because I've always said we watched his Coachella set online last year and. I was like, I would not pay for that. I would be so disappointed to go to a concert and him just be, like, super drunk and not, like... Yeah. But he said, I mean, I don't know if he was drunk this time, but he did amazing. It was really... Yeah, when we went and saw him, we went and saw him at the Midland... Mm-hmm. No, Uptown. One of those, two. Yeah. And we were front row for him, and he put on a yeah. really good show. I, yeah. I was impressed, and I'm not, like... I'm not the hugest Post Malone fan. Yeah, like, me neither, I but I was... overplayed. But I was he's really, really he's really good yeah. live. You can like actually sing. Yeah, that was actually probably one of the shows I went the hardest. It, actually, most people were going the hardest to. Really? Not really well, like everybody, he's like he's like a superstar now. Yeah, but just like everyone was dancing to it, it was a, it was probably one of the better shows just because of that. Yeah, he's he's like turned into a superstar. I remember I found him whenever White Iverson like first came oh. out on SoundCloud. Yeah, like on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. I remember um, Cord and John Poole were tweeting about it, and I was like, I guess I'll listen to yeah. it. And I was like, okay, I when get was it. this? How long ago do you know? 15 or 16? I was going to say. Yeah. I remember hearing Why Iverson when it first came out. Not on SoundCloud, but... Yeah, I had found it on SoundCloud, mm-hmm. like... That's wild. Yeah, because well, Wiz Khalifa tweeted it out. I remember that, and that's that's another way I found it, because I was like, okay, if he's posted it. Wiz Khalifa saying, yeah. yeah. And it was it was cool. I it wanted to see like him never... play that, and I was sad. I mean, he might have, but I missed it. End. Yeah, but we got to see Candy Paint, and... Um, Psycho, I think he played Psycho, and he played I Fall Apart, which that one was so good live. That one is good live. That definitely, like, did not let me down at all. He didn't do my favorite one either time I, well, the first, well, the only time I saw him, I guess. Mm-hmm. His uh, Broken Whiskey Glass. The yeah, first that song one's on really Stoney. good. That's my favorite song, and he didn't do that. I know, I like that one a lot. But, um, you got to see Brockhampton, you've seen him twice, three times I this saw year. them. Well, twice, because Lala yeah. was. Yeah, well, yeah. and. Um, my friends did not understand, like, the extent of that, and I personally, like, I was really mad at McKenna for a really long time about Mm -hmm. that, because we were front row for every other show, and I was, like, just so upset by it, because she knew that's, like, who I wanted to see, but after going to, like, their concert again, and especially seeing them at Camp Flognaw, like, it totally changed my view about it, because it's just too intense. Their concerts are so intense that, like, you can't... It's just, it takes away the fun of it. Like, their crowd is just so intense that it just, nobody can enjoy it. No. What do you mean, like, intense? Like, like people are just literally passing out all the time. Like, they oh, were just... Oh, you have no idea. Well, and McKenna, but see, McKenna was like, I've been to a lot of, like, hard shows. In Essence, even, like, she saw them um, last year when they were touring with Saturation. And uh, it was really intense then, too. But she said, like, at the festivals, it's so much worse. Well, and it's festivals, like it's good, but... Festivals are different, though, because people are there to do drugs and yeah, listen to music. Which so is that's like, different. And they're yeah. outside, so you have the heat to play. Mm-hmm. So they're, like, all dehydrated and yeah. stuff. But, like, you've never seen a more intense show than Travis Scott. Well, I'm sure People not. are, like, passing out. People are getting punched in the oh, face. Yeah. People are jumping off the stage. That's the most intense. No, yeah. no, it's not. I went to a hardcore metal show. Yeah, well, that's what that you said. You told insane. me about that. But it was just, like... At Lollapalooza, there was a kid there who said, this was 15 minutes before the show started. We were probably, like, third row, but our feet weren't touching the ground. It was so dusty, and so we couldn't breathe. Everyone was smoking, so there's smoke in your face. And this kid was like, this is worse than Tyler's whole set was. Like, this is already more intense than Tyler's whole set was. And it was 15 minutes before the show started. Hmm. And, I mean, they came out, and that's, like, I mean, McKenna immediately, like, like, blacked out. 
Yeah, and it that's was weird. terrifying. That's weird. And then when we got to Camp Flognaw, because Essence wanted to be in the mosh pit, but then, like, I think she realized, which I was glad, was you can be at concerts, like, at festivals, but you don't have to be up front for everyone. No, festivals were... I like festivals a lot because yeah. you can work your way up there if you want to. Yeah. But, like, sitting back and, like, just, like, listening yeah, at a festival is really Yeah, it's so much really more enjoyable. Nice. At a, if it's a concert, I can understand wanting to be up front. But at festivals, it's so nice and to just... And there's so many people. Yeah, there's too many people. At Bonnaroo, <laughs> me and Brianna usually stand, like, left or right of stage. And yeah. Just, and just, like, watch. Um, like, this year, I don't think we gotten, like, one, like, big, huge, like, mosh crowd. Mm-hmm. Even for, like, Denzel Curry, we stood to the side just to kind of, like, enjoy it. It's, it's Yeah. Especially because it's, like, 90 degrees outside during yeah. Bonnaroo and it, in the middle of June. That's how it was at Lala. It was so hot. And you just want to not be disgusting. Yeah. So, I think the only one we were, like, right in the middle for was Thundercat. Mm-hmm. And that, that one was cool. amazing. We got closer for Brockhampton after they come back out. We moved up. We were, like, by the barrier. And we were actually pretty close up front. And they opened the pit. And it was huge, like, to yeah. the left of us, which I just stayed by. I didn't want a part of that. But, did, did Essence go get in it? Uh, no, because we were, I mean, they played one song and both of us were like... <sighs> <laughs> yeah. And, um, like, at their concert when we saw them in Seattle a week before Camp Flognaw, I had no idea. We did not have water that whole concert, and I thought I was going to pass out. We weren't even in the mosh pit. Like, we were just dancing. By the end of the first song, like, my hair was drenched. Like, I was sweating so much. Did you pop but, Molly? but it was just super intense but it was super cool when we got to move up and the crowd was so much better because everyone had like dispersed yeah i mean because everyone wanted to see kids see ghosts and people were tired of waiting which i understood and it sucked because they only got to play like five songs like at all yeah they played three or four songs and it was the end of um i think it was the end of gummy and they just, like, cut it off, and everybody was clapping, and I was like, that's not the end of the song. Like, that's not how it ends. Something's wrong. Yeah. And then they were gone for, like, the rest of their set. Huh. And then they came back out and played, like, three songs and was done. Hmm. It was very disappointing, Yeah, that's but weird. Jaden Smith almost had to, I mean, the same thing almost happened to him. The fire marshal had to, like, come out and tell him everybody needs to back up because it was too intense. That's stupid. Yeah, I, I but... <sighs> See, no, I'm kind stupid. of iffy on it just because when we moved up at Brockhampton, we saw, like, five people get pulled over because they were, like, passing out. It just... Bunch of weaklings. Well, yeah. I just... I mean, at Bonner, there's, like, nobody does that. Yeah. Like, you don't see anybody just, like, well, passing out. And, and I think at LA, a lot of more people are on drugs. And I think that... And a lot of mm. people were drunk. Brockhampton also had... He, they closed a stage. Yeah. So it was the end of the night. Everybody was like to their point, like their limit of whatever they were doing. That's, so Okay. My whole thing though, like Bonnaroo is completely different I know. experience. I like, want to go to Bonnaroo because like, it sounds like it. Lala and Flogna, like you guys are done with music at like 11. Mm-hmm. Like Bonnaroo music goes to like six in the morning. Yeah. It's a completely different mm-hmm. ball game. It's like a super fat, like the music literally doesn't stop from the time you wake up till the time you go to bed. And you can wake up again and the music will still be, be going. Yeah. Like, it never stops. I know. And so, like, yeah, people might, like, go, like, do more or whatever at Lala or whatever. Mm-hmm. But there's literally, like, 90% of the population of Bonner is, like, on drugs or they're drunk. Yeah. But none of that ever, like, you never hear about it or never see I know. it or it anything. I know. It seems, like, much more enjoyable, and I think part of it also has to do with, like, the fact that you can camp there. People are just much more relaxed, and, like, they're not, 
don't know. Yeah, camping is the best part about yeah. it, honestly. You can walk back to your tent whenever, mm-hmm. take a break. Yeah, which I in. think definitely helps. Did they have free water that. at the one? At... They did. It wasn't like Lala. There were a lot more stations, and it was like a lot better of water. Camp Flotnot, they had them, but it wasn't like. Not that I'm picky about my yeah. water, but it was just, uh, it was okay. Yeah, because at Bonner, they have them literally like every like 100 yards. Yeah. It seems like. Well, There's that's how Lala everywhere. was, but you also weren't allowed to take your hydro in to... Oh, yeah, Bonner, you have to take clear water bottles. Yeah, you well, take... you could take a hydro. We took a hydro to Lala, which was, I mean, we filled it up like every five minutes. Yeah, you have, um, you literally have to. Yeah. Even but if you're, at... like, because me and Brenda go sober. Yeah. And you cannot survive. No. Like, you have to have, we keep two water bottles the whole yeah. time. Yeah. Well, that's what we took McKenna's like 50 ounce hydro and there were three of us and every five minutes we were going to yeah. have to go fill it up. But here, I I mean, I really didn't drink that much water. It wasn't that hot though. So it was actually freezing at night. It was so cold. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in Anaheim? I, yeah. Is, I was, is it in Anaheim? No, it's Not, in Dodger Stadium. In Dodger LA. Stadium. Okay. Because they changed it. It used to be somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. And it was really high up too. Dodger Stadium was like at the top and you can see the whole city so it's super windy yeah and it was also the air quality was terrible from the fires we yeah. watched wallows was the first set we saw and then after that it just like all of the air was super smoky like it was terrifying that's really not like good. i think that like part of my cough could be from from the smoke yeah i wouldn't doubt it honestly that, yeah that stuff was crazy i even i took like bandanas to try to like prevent it but oh, it was so bad bandanas at bonner you literally cannot survive without them because yeah. you're in the middle of a little and it's fun. dusty there isn't yeah well because they literally like you camp in a like a field yeah. so you're like in the middle of a farm you you could not people who don't use bandanas i don't know how they do yeah. it honestly camp or camp Logna was all on like it was in the it was on parking concrete. Lot. yeah, yeah so it wasn't sucks, as much it, so. it does suck Makes your and feet con- Lala was, some of it was on concrete, but some of it was on dust, like where Brockhampton played, Rex Orange County played there too. That stage was worse because it was so dusty yeah. and you just, like, you couldn't breathe at yeah, all. Yeah, all the stages at Bonner get pretty dusty, mm-hmm. except this year it rained the last yeah. day. It was super hard. And so I just wore my sandals all day. So nice. I was like, oh, yeah. I figured out that next year I'm only going to wear my Birkenstocks or my, or my Crocs because it's just, it feels way better. I can mm-hmm. take them off at any time and just walk. Yeah felt so much better but the last day i got super muddy mm-hmm. the last day we saw like rich brian billy eilish mm-hmm. i think it was the last day her set was not very good really the sound was all messed up it was just like future played the night before mm-hmm. and like only like two of his speakers were working so it was like yeah. this would be really really fun yeah if all the speakers were working yeah future that set was that night was crazy saturday night at bonner this last year was insane because mm-hmm. future played but then we wanted to see playboy cardi Mm. So we ran all the way over to, no, we went from Future to somebody else. And then I wanted to see Sturgill Simpson really mm-hmm. bad. So we went and sat there, listened to him. I could tell Brianna was bored, so I was like, yeah. let's go watch Playboy Cardi for a little bit. We ran over there, watched him play like two or three songs, ran all the way. Like, this is like literally all the way across the How festival. How many stages are there? Um, There's the other stage, which is the, which is the EDM stage. Mm-hmm. There's this tent, that tent, what stage, which stage. <laughs> So five. Nice. And then there's like a smaller stage inside the, um, what is it called? It's like Planet Rue. Mm-hmm. It's like an energy, like a conserv, like an, yeah. a conservation Just stage. Just for like smaller A bands. tiny one. And then there's like a DJ booth by the sand volleyball place. Mm-hmm. Cause there's like this huge like sand place called the Oasis. It's like mm-hmm. sponsored by Bacardi or something. Yeah. So there's a little stage there. 
think. And then there's like, okay, so then there's like barns mm-hmm. all over the, the campsite. Oh, yeah. That way if you don't go in, you can like do something. The one in our campsite was ran by the lead singer of KJ Elephant this year. And they did, a, they did cool. a surprise set in the middle of the night. And like, we like listened to it? it. No, we just listened to it yeah, from the tent. That's so cool. Um, there's the coffee barn, which has the mm-hmm. grove behind it, which is these like trees with hammocks and lights mm. and art inside of it. And the coffee was really expensive, but it was good. Yeah. And then there's Flavor Town, and it has something in it. I think it has the cooking. They like do cooking shows in the morning, like demonstrations. That's super cool. You can go I, learn how to cook and stuff. I want to go to Bonnaroo um, this year so bad. There's another one too. There's like another barn, but I don't know what it was. Oh, and then there's the barn that's closest to the Centerroo was the um, they just added it this year. It was some sort of I don't know. We watched a drag race for a little bit in there for for one night, and it was fun. Cool. It was funny as hell. Like it, it was super cool. There's just stuff happening for everyone everywhere. There's like a kids place where yeah. they can go play. Lollum it's, it's, had one of those, too. It's definitely, like, extremely organized. Did they have rides and stuff there? I have one Ferris wheel. Yeah. But you can, like, see the... Oh, and then there's another stage that's in the Christmas barn. Mm-hmm. And it's just... They just literally play... They play music from 8 in the morning till 6 in the morning. Wow. Yeah. They don't... They just cycle in DJs all the time. That like, the whole wild. day. Yeah, those guys see, are Bonnaroo, always handy. Bonnaroo seems like, from what you've told me, like, that it's got a whole bunch more you can do when you're not watching shows. Yeah, it But does. there's also always music playing, so you're yeah. never bored. We usually... We would never go inside until... I mean, it depends, because most of the good artists don't start until, like, later in the evening. Yeah. So you, we'd go in, we'd wake up, get ready or whatever, walk in uh, to look at the merch table, because mm-hmm. they change out merch every day. Wow. So you get to see, because, like, whoever's playing that day, if they're mm-hmm. not a headliner, headliner's merch stays up all week. Yeah. But if they're not a headliner, if whatever day they're playing is when the merch goes up. Yeah. So we go, every morning, we go look at the merch, see what we want to get. Mm-hmm. I usually end up spending a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> This year I didn't spend that much though. Mm-hmm. I only bought three T-shirts this year. Yeah, I the didn't first buy year it. I I spent like three hundred dollars on merch, but it was all people that I was like, holy shit. Yeah. And a lot of it was exclusive merch. Like mm-hmm. my Kevin shirt was exclusive. Oh, yes. My Travis Scott shirt is exclusive to mm-hmm. Bonnaroo. Brianna's got an exclusive one to Bonnaroo. I got an exclusive Brockhampton one at Lala. Lala. Yeah, you guys got me the you got that me the Travis Scott World Lala one. one. Yeah, that one was um, cool. Those T-shirts at the uh, hype stores up in Kansas City go for like 150 bucks. Yeah, I'm not ever gonna sell it. Brianna got the off white Astro yeah. shirt and it goes for like 120. That's awesome. That's yeah. really cool. I mean, what you paid maybe like what 50, 60 bucks for? 50, it? I don't I remember. Think. Yeah, I think it I gave wasn't you 50. that bad. Yeah. Well, a t-shirt for 50 bucks is expensive. Well, right. His but... merch, because we're seeing him on the 10th in Omaha, mm-hmm. and uh, his merch we were looking at it because that's part like, so I bought her those tickets for our anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, and I told her one of her Christmas presents will be merch. Like, whatever yeah. merch she wants at the concert, I'll get it for her. And she was like, okay. And when we were looking at t-shirts, the one she wants is, like, 55. It's a tie-dyed one. Mm-hmm. I was like, if that's what you want, like, I'll get it for you. I've yeah. only spent, like, 30 bucks on her so far. Yeah. So, I was like, I'll, I'll get, like, I'll pay that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. And I, I wanted a hoodie, and I was looking at the hoodies, and the hoodies are, like, 150 So, I probably won't buy a hoodie. The hats were, like, 40 I was like, I'll buy a hat. Yeah. That's, that's reasonable yeah. for a hat. Especially because they're the ones he's been wearing all the time, and I mm-hmm. like them a lot. One's like navy blue, and one's maroon, mm-hmm. and it has Ooh. the Cactus Jack logo on it. So I was like, oh, "See, I could, I could spend that. Yeah. That doesn't bug me." But a hundred and something for a hoodie. Oh no, I usually, I especially t-shirts like Nick Holidays. I bought one for thirty-two dollars, but with shipping, it was like really expensive. And the one I got was totally not like worth it. I mean, it was worth it, but not for still, the price I paid. Is he still printing on Comfort Colors? 
On what? Comfort colors. Um, I don't know. Because that's what, that's what my Easter one was, was comfort yeah, colors. It was nice. And so was Breeze. But... It doesn't seem... Essence has the um, Easter one. It doesn't seem like the same it's, material. He's... I think he's gone cheaper. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. His designs have been lazy to me lately. Yeah. I just, I haven't been really into any of his drops. That's what you said. He, he collabed with Chinatown Market and some of them were decent, but not. I think they're boring. Yeah. They're super boring. They don't have enough, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. They just don't seem to be pushing the, the boundaries. Yeah. Like I want them to, which most streetwear nowadays is lazy and mm-hmm. simple, but. Well, yeah, but that's what people want now for whatever reason. I mean. Yeah, I don't, I it's don't. It's more like the popular crowd yeah. that wants that but the people Which who I really that, care about it but, aren't getting what they want yeah i've been paying attention to to like streetwear and stuff more lately mm-hmm. because i have a buddy my buddy i hung out with on last saturday nate he uh he is like big into streetwear mm-hmm. like that's like he, he just like cares about it a lot he teaches like fabrics or something like that at the art institute mm-hmm. in kansas city um so i've been going up to like a couple of the, the streetwear stores in kansas city like mm-hmm. And people are just, like, they eat up the most... I don't even know. Like, they just buy things because of the name of it. Or yeah. Like, I don't I don't understand that. Yeah. Like, if I don't like something, I'm not just going to, like, buy it. Yeah. Like, well, except for I did buy the Iridescence vinyl, even though I didn't love the album. Yeah. I was like, I could end up liking it more yeah. down the road. I do want to talk to you about that, actually, now that you brought that up. Because I was listening to your podcast about Iridescence, yeah. and you said that. And I... Me and Essence both, which Essence is... um. She's pretty much, she's a very diehard fan for Brockhampton, which I care about them a lot, don't get me wrong, but if they produced something I didn't like, then like, I'd you'd be be like, I would yeah. be like, I don't like that. And when it first came out, I remember you and I were talking about it, and you said you didn't like it very much. I didn't. And I didn't like it either. I still I, don't love it at I all. I didn't, but I started listening to it, like, more, and there are some songs that I definitely am not that big of a fan of, but there's some that I really like, and I I'm like... also still kind of biased since... I just really like them, but I definitely didn't like the album at first. I st- I've listened to it since then, and I still don't love it yeah. at all. But the a only lot ones of people... I really like are New Orleans and Berlin, and Where yeah. the Cash At. That's the only ones that, like, stuck with me I really all. like the French song. Jovert. Yeah. Or however you say and, it. And um, I, I heard you and Brie were talking about how you thought Jova's um, verses didn't really fit they in. Don't they don't at all. Don't. I, though his verse in the French song, it just gets me. I really... The one in, what's the song where he talks about being like a wizard? Oh, that's in, um, either 1998 Truman. I think it is 1998. That sucked. Yeah. That verse those, is awful. Those three songs that they released, um, Joba's verses in them really didn't they fit don't, very well. He just, he didn't fit the sound mm-hmm. of anything he was on. I literally, no. I just, the first time I heard it, I was like, are you, like, are, what are yeah. they thinking? Yeah. This is... Okay, the, like, the first half of it, I was like, this is cool. Yeah. And then he starts rapping about being a wizard and going to the mountain, and I was like, this yeah. makes no sense to me. Yeah, it definitely didn't make sense, but I thought, I mean, in my opinion, he really did, even though some of his verses didn't go well with the music, he just, like, he just went off, and it was Yeah, really, he goes hard, Yeah, but which is, yeah. For me, like, you can go hard, but I, like, want it to make sense well, to what's yeah, happening. Well, yeah, exactly. And it just didn't, yeah. like, at all. There's definitely, I was listening to it on the way... Here, and there's definitely some of his verses where it's like it's good, but it's like just what's the it, point? Yeah, you're not adding anything. Yeah, to this. I get it. You're like being the hype guy right now, but mm-hmm. you're not adding anything. Yeah, I like him when he sings more though. Oh yeah, I think yeah. he's. A, I like him better. Well, as a I singer. definitely like that he can change. They can his do both. Voice. Yeah, he yeah, can do a lot of things a with his voice. Huge player for them because he's got a wide variety of. He kind of 
sometimes I feel like he bites Kendrick a little bit with mm-hmm. the way he changes his voice. Yeah. Which I'm not saying like Kendrick's the only one that changes yeah, his voice. No. But sometimes I get that vibe, which a lot of people are doing it now. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's copying Kendrick because yeah. Kendrick's made incredible music mm-hmm. for his whole career, which damn was still just, it's literally a seven. Yeah. Fantana wasn't wrong about that. It was yeah. a seven. And I hated that he did, he did like the, he released one version and it was like, oh no, you're supposed to listen to it backwards and released a whole nother, like, you didn't hear about that? Uh-uh. So he released Damn. And it's in order or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then, like, two weeks later, he's like, oh, you're supposed to listen to it. It's meant to be listened to backwards, like, in backwards order. That's weird. So then he released a completely different copy of it and resold them again. Yeah, I didn't hear so about he, like, that. So he, like, made double the money by, That's kind just of a flipping, scam. <laughs> by just flipping the track list and saying you're supposed to listen to it this other way. Yeah, I I feel the same as mm. that facial expression. That's kind of that's kind of scare scammy. Yeah, I agreed. Brockhampton actually, I thought they were kind of well. It, it wasn't necessarily a scam, but with all of their merch, you also got like a digital download. That was the same. Well, Travis Scott made that the thing. Yeah, he made that the big thing to do mm-hmm. because people ate up his merch. Yeah, because he did like what was it like seven days of releases. That's what. Well, cool. Brockhampton actually did the same exact thing. Thing. Travis I didn't, did it I first, didn't, though. Yeah, see, I didn't know Travis Scott did it, but Travis now that you Scott say that, it. it's kind of like, oh. Well, once Travis did it, everybody did it. Yeah. Because they saw how much money he made yeah. from it. Because that's of exactly theirs, what they did. I don't think any of theirs were as successful as his mm-hmm. was. His was, like, insane. Yeah. His was absurd. So you got the merch, you got the um, digital download, and mm-hmm. then you got early access to tickets for the tour. See, I got that, but I had to buy, like, the early access like, it was its own thing. Like, it was, okay. like, pre-sale you had to buy. Okay. It was, like, buying a pre-sale code, yeah. which, that actually, there was some big that's, problems yeah, that's with weird. that. Yeah, that's weird. But, um, they released merch for a whole week, too. Yeah. Travis did it, then they did, or they did it later. Mm-hmm. They did it, like, later that month. When did their album come out? October? Um, yeah. September. Se- September. Yeah. When was World? This was earlier in the year, like, May or June, wasn't no, it? No, it wasn't June. Oh. June, well, June was all the Kanye releases. Was it July? Because I remember listening to it. It might have been August. I think it was August. That seems right. Yeah, I think it was August. But he did that. And then that's why Nikki was mad at him. Because mm. he had used this to get... And she had did it, but nobody was buying hers. Nikki Minaj. Yeah. So she was getting mad. Yeah. He got the number one spot for doing... Like, you literally did the same thing. Yeah. Yours just didn't one, work because your music sucks. Yeah. So I, yeah. You don't have as hard of a fan base. Mm-hmm. Then, then Ariana Grande did it. Then See, I didn't Hampton even know did all it. of these people did yeah, it. Yeah, they they all which like, not that I thought Brockhampton was like unique for doing it because I didn't really think that deep into it. Yeah. But now that you tell me that, I'm like, oh yeah, mm, Travis Scott did cool. it. <laughs> I mean, I, but my thing is, so with my professor, I'm having on a mask. He's he's like a he studied like media relations mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So he's like or media ethics is yeah. like one of his things. So I was going to ask him, should should the digital downloads from the merch purchases count, count towards as, sales? Yeah. Because that's like a huge thing that I don't mm-hmm. know the answer to. I I wonder the same thing because I definitely know when they like hit number one when they, Brockhampton released their album. I kind of just, it was like, okay, you hit number one, but did like you really? Mm-hmm. Did you really hit it? Because every merch that you bought, like I bought this shirt and then I bought the Matt hoodie. And it's like, I bought three or four things that all came with the digital download. Yeah. And it's like, I really only bought it once. Yeah. And I don't even need the digital download with Apple exactly. Music. So it's like, yeah, I it agree. just kind of feels like cheating the system. I agree there. Um, 
I'm still mixed on it because, like, to me, I feel like, yeah, I'm I'm buying the merch because I like the merch yeah. and I like to support the artist. Mm-hmm. But whenever a lot of people are just gonna buy the merch and not really care Listen, about yeah. the music, you know, mm-hmm. and as somebody who does care about the music, yeah, like I I still buy physical. Like I have physical yeah, albums yeah. everywhere yeah. in this room. Um, for me, I would rather see the album sales go to like owning the album, buying it on I iTunes, agree. buying it on vinyl or on mm-hmm. CD or cassettes are coming back like yeah buy just buy it they did they also released cassettes did you yeah i saw that but with streaming services that also just like well streams streams are tough because it takes like an absurd amount of streams even equal one sale yeah it's like an insane amount of exactly so i think that it's a good like market move to do that mm -hmm. but at the same time i don't know it feels like no matter what you're getting cheated because i mean your album isn't getting bought, but people are still listening to it. But then at the same time, you're selling stuff, but people don't care about that. Like, yeah. People who don't care about the album. So it's but like... then again, some then I was thinking, if you buy the merch, you probably like the music, yeah. like the artists. So at some point, you're probably listening to it. But people nowadays, I feel like especially kids our age, they don't mm-hmm. they don't buy music Mm-mm. like at all. No. I mean, vinyl is making a comeback. Yeah. It's been on the uprise for the past few years. Mm-hmm. But it's like. A super niche group that buys them. It's not mm-hmm. not, it's not every be- kid is well, going and, out and buying and records. Well, and still, a lot of the people who buy records don't necessarily buy them because they care about their music. They're just trying to keep up with like the trends, the trends which is like I, I get that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously, you're not like that, yeah. but like I know people who I'm like, okay, but yeah. do you really care? <laughs> yeah, because I have albums that like I absolutely love, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I have to own this. Yeah. Like, I just went up. So whenever Kids See Ghost came out, yeah. I bought the vinyl. I saw that. Like the day it came out mm-hmm. like that day it's still not here yeah have not gotten oh, the shipping update i remember update. it was supposed to be like it was supposed it was to get push there back, it was supposed push to back, get push back. to my house in october then they're like no like first week in november mm-hmm. so i was like okay cool didn't get it in november mm-hmm. haven't got a shipping update i have friends from twitter who already have theirs so i don't have it yeah. so i went to mills on saturday and i bought it so i have it i was yeah. like i i won it yeah. I love Did the album. Did you already pay for it? Yeah, it was only 10 bucks. So it's oh, not like I'm like missing okay. out on a lot of money. Okay, I was going to say, that's like... <laughs> but I ended up buying that, mm-hmm. and I bought the Suicide Boys album. Oh. Just because I was Their like... new one? Yeah. You're who got me... Well, you don't know that, but you're who got me into Suicide Boys. I've been listening to your melting pot to find new music. There's a lot of really, shit Really, I love it, and I'm super into Suicide Boys now. They're cool. Yeah, yeah. I bought it. It's on silver vinyl. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. I saw that. That was super neat. Um, trying to think of what else. I haven't bought a ton. Okay. That whole stack that's up there is what I bought in the last month. <laughs> I said I haven't funny. bought many. I haven't bought that many, but I have a pretty big stack. Yeah, every time. Well, every time I go to the city, I go to Bills mm-hmm. and I, I look around and I literally always mm-hmm. end up buying something. But if I had a record player, well, I do have a record player. It needs a new needle, but I it just haven't had it yeah. the chance to. But I really wish I could get into buying records, but... It's a curse. Yeah, it's I a, know. It's, it's, a, it's a curse that... I, my bank account couldn't handle it right now. Yeah, Earl just released his pre-sale for his album, and it, the vinyl's $24, and I'll probably end up buying it t- mm-hmm. by tonight. I guarantee I'll, I'll, yeah. it'll, I'll buy it. Like, Is it gonna be, like, his new song? What did you think about that? I don't the know a whole bunch of... No, oh, there's a new song yeah, that came out this morning? morning? I didn't hear... Oh, is that what you were listening to? Um... I Wait, didn't I know that much uh-huh. Earl Sweatshirt, like, but I know that the one he released not that long ago, everyone was kind of like, what is this? Like, um, 
I was iffy about it. It took mm-hmm. me. A, Brianna liked it right off the bat. Yeah. she loved it. I um, liked it. I like I said, I didn't know him that much, but I'm really big into like experimental hip hop and rap right now. I so I liked it. But... It's completely different from anything he's ever yeah. done. Yeah. Um, I liked it. His flow is weird. His voice doesn't have much like emotion to it. Mm-hmm. I guess. Um, that song took me like six or seven times to like yeah. like it mm-hmm. the one that came out this morning though i liked it right away like yeah. i actually like really really like it. it um yeah it's just completely different i don't know if i love the direction he's going in because mm-hmm. i do like love doris and i love his self-titled earl which yeah. earl came out when he was 15 and it's amazing and then i don't like shit i don't go outside it was more experimental and like low-key mm-hmm. but it was incredible it was like, yeah. it's like 10 songs 30 minutes like that's it it's I'll under 30 listen. minutes i've been trying to get into um, more of him lately but but his i don't know it was it's just different mm-hmm. it's really different and different is hard to grasp yeah. at first the first time i heard jesus i hated it mm-hmm. i was like this is trash mm-hmm. and i listened to it like a month later and i was like holy shit i get it yeah like, this is incredible same with when I listened to Cherry Bomb the first time. I was yeah. like, this sucks. Well, I was going to say, that's the thing with Tyler. It seems to be a trend. He's always changing his music. And so it's like... Yeah. He's different. See, I like what he does because he's different in every album. Yeah. You can tell what era it is by the sound of his music, yeah. by the way he raps, by by song structure. Same with Kanye. He fo- mm-hmm. Tyler follows Kanye's recipe. Yeah. Every two years, released an album. Change the way you sound every mm-hmm. time dress differently every time you drop an album and that's what he's done he's literally done that Mm -hmm. every time he's dropped an album so i enjoy that but necessarily i don't necessarily think that you have to be absurdly different every album um some artists make it big by sticking to what they know yeah i mean it's a proven recipe Mm -hmm. for success if people like what you do why would you stop doing it but i think to be considered one of the greats in pushing boundaries and in changing music, you have to do that. Yeah, and I think that's a really big thing right now. A lot of artists are doing new experimental stuff, which is exciting. Because it's a bigger. Lot of it's, them, it's bigger. Yeah, right and a lot of them are doing are succeeding in yeah. it. But. Yeah, I agree. Um, but then again, I don't know what I was going to say. I completely went blank, mm-hmm. so never mind. But, yeah, I think being different, being different now, though, is more acceptable than it's ever yeah. been. Yeah. It's never been That's like true. if you look 15, 20 years ago, nobody, would everybody would be like, yeah. "What the hell is this?" Yeah. But now, especially because the world's changing, people are becoming more accepting of different things. Yeah. People want to hear that different mm-hmm. stuff that makes because some music you listen to it, it kind of makes you uncomfortable because it, mm-hmm. it doesn't follow the usual yeah, but that's the good sentence stuff. structure and songs and like mm-hmm. it doesn't feel the same. Now, experimental stuff like that is the good stuff, but also some of the traditional sounding yeah. stuff is the good stuff oh, as yeah. well. Because I find most of the time, like, because I do love rock music, mm-hmm. I love metal, and nowadays there's just not a band, especially yeah. in the mainstream, that makes me want to listen to them. Yeah. I mean, everybody can argue, argue Greta Van Fleet, mm-hmm. but I will, you will, I will never listen to their music. Mm-hmm. They are a Led Zeppelin ripoff, and I've talked about this before. Yeah, I've I heard you. Stand yeah. It. Um, I, I, everybody's like they're bringing the spirit of rock and roll back I guess they're making money off what's already been done mm-hmm. like way better than which what isn't doing. really that creative so no it's not. I don't I, I agree as well um but I, I wish there were like rock artists that push the boundaries as much mm-hmm. as hip-hop is these days yeah the only people I can think of are like Jack white still pushes yeah. the envelope which his album 
from this year is my number two album of the year so far. I'll have to listen to it. I Oh, it's amazing. I haven't. It we is, saw him live at Lollapalooza. Yeah, I'm jealous as hell. Yeah, he was oh. good. He's somebody that's pushing the boundaries. Code Orange, which is the hardcore band that I like a yeah. lot. Yeah. They do a lot of industrial stuff in theirs. Daughter's new album was absurdly different. It's insane. Daughter's, that sounds so familiar. They're an industrial noise mm. rock band. It's weird. It's really weird stuff. Fantano gave their album a 10, mm-hmm. though. Um, and he gave Greta Van Fleet a not good out of 10, if that yeah. tells you how good that one is. Um, but there's not a ton that are just like pushing the boundary mm-hmm. to make me like intrigued in rock and roll mm-hmm. again. I've just... Um, since the summer, since the the spring before, I've just been listening. The only rock music that really makes me like feel good about the way it's going is hardcore and like metal and yeah. punk, and that's because they've always been about pushing mm-hmm. boundaries. Punk music is yeah, built on. I've definitely not noticed being you've been same. getting into that stuff a lot. I listen. A lot more. I listened to metal a lot when I was like like in middle school. I mm-hmm. only listened to metal until eighth grade. Like I was like, and it wasn't like the shitty metal. It wasn't like yeah. new metal. It was like. Slipknot's, I guess, new metal. Yeah. But it's like them, Metallica, Slayer, Anthrax, stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, I was an angry middle schooler because <laughs> my life was, it's never been easy. Yeah. Like, with divorced parents. Like, yeah. as a kid, you don't understand, like, yeah. and it just pisses you off. And mm-hmm. you, you can relate to that. Like, yeah. it pisses you off. And so that's what I turned to, like, get my anger out mm-hmm. without, in a non aggressive way. Yeah. Um, and then I fell out of it through high school. I just listened to hip hop mostly. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of hip hop. I was a big hip hop head, and I was like a hip hop purist in mm-hmm. high school. Oh, I, I was know. like, I was like, <laughs> I was like, this trap music sucks. Mm-hmm. Except for my freshman year, and I only listened to Chief Keef and Juicy J. Um, I saw, no, I saw Juice World, not Juicy J. Never mind. Juice World isn't good. Yeah, I don't like. Him. No, I don't know that much. Anyways, about him, but. I went from being like a hip-hop purist where I only listened to like Nas and Wu-Tang mm-hmm. and stuff like that which I'm glad I did that yeah because it made me appreciate it mm-hmm. and it made me thankful that I did know it because that's some of the best music I've ever listened yeah. to and then I went and like my freshman year of college I started re-listening to like old soul and funk mm-hmm. like I started listening to the blues again which the blues is my favorite genre you might not ever know that because I don't I don't really show off my blues yeah. stuff but I love the blues mm-hmm. Um, I started listening to that again. I started listening to old um, psychedelic metal. Yeah, I had, Black Sabbath is my favorite mm-hmm. band of all know, time. So I've been listening. I've been I listen to them. I'll probably listen to an album a day, honestly. Wow. Like I really do, and that's not even an exaggeration. I listen that's to awesome. a Black Sabbath album a day, and I probably listen to Blonde every day still, for like the third year in a row. I listen to it like every day. It's wild. Then I got into this last summer. I got into hardcore and metal and punk, mm-hmm. and yeah. And this is literally all because of, like, Tyler. Mm-hmm. Tyler Cardinal, like, shows me all this music, yeah. and then I'm like, holy shit, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. I just, re- over the summer, I got into the Grateful Dead a lot. Yeah. And they're incredible. So mm-hmm. I've been listening to nothing but, like, psychedelic country and psychedelic yeah. rock. And it's just, well, I have, like, this huge envelope now that I listen yeah. to that I'm not scared to, like, go listen to, like, big house jazz music yeah. or, like, something that makes me that I'm, I don't usually listen to. And I have some big band jazz mm-hmm. stuff, and I enjoy listening to it at times. Mm-hmm. But I think... So my thing is, why would you want to pigeonhole yourself in one genre to only oh, listen yeah. to one sound forever? Like, that sucks and it's boring. Yeah. You you have this envelope of music, I do now, mm-hmm. that can fit every mood, every... Because I like to... Sometimes I'll match my music to the weather outside, mm-hmm. so I can match the weather. I can match my mood. I can match yeah. how I'm feeling. I can... It's just... It's just better that mm-hmm. way, I think. Like, to 
Oh, yeah. Listen to and, like, be open to everything. I didn't, like, I don't know if you know this, but, like, I didn't know any music besides what was, like, mainstream or anything before I, like, got, probably until, like, my sophomore or junior year of high school, because where I'm from, like, we didn't have... sticks? Yeah, we didn't, we didn't have, like, the resources. I didn't even, like, know what YouTube was hardly until... But, um, you've been a huge influence on my music change, so I'm really thankful for that. Thank but, you. um, yeah, I definitely feel the same way because I'm into so many different genres now that I would have never, I mean, you got me into, like, Ghost Main, Suicide Boys. Which I had to miss the Ghost Main concert, I was so mad. Damn, that's a yeah. bummer. because I bought the, bro- the, well, Action Bronson canceled his, and I thought I was gonna be able to go to that, and then by the time the Ghost Main one happened, it was sold out, yeah. so I was like, Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah, but you just, like, a whole bunch of genres that, I mean, even the ones, like, Thundercat I'd never heard of, even, like, the jazzy blues ones you have, mm-hmm. anything that's on your playlist for the most part, like, I've gotten into now. I'm not that much into, like, the hard metal punk stuff, but, like, a good medium into that. I, yeah. I get it. It's, but, which, the, the hard metal stuff is not for everyone. Yeah. It's really no, for, it's like, not. a specific group of people, mm-hmm. which I still have... I'm, I'm, like, the happiest I've ever been in my life, but sometimes I still have that, like, I just want to go hard. You want to Like, rage, the whole way yeah. home, the whole way home from school on Friday, I was just going hard. Yeah. I sent, me and Sam Riffle, he lo- he's a metalhead, mm-hmm. and I sent him a couple of videos. He's like, Jesus Christ, why are you going this hard in the <laughs> yeah. morning? I was like, dude, I'm just amped up yeah. right now. And that's usually why I listen to it now, is just to get kind of amped up, and, like, especially when I need to, like, do something that, like, because yeah. the drums were crazy, the guitars were, like, super heavy, and so it makes me, like have adrenaline to yeah. do something and that's how i feel about the like the metal and punk that yeah. i listen to <laughs> yeah but yeah i try to i try to listen to as much as possible i try to put it out on playlists that way people can find it i need to get better at like categorizing my playlists like yeah make one for metal and make one for blues and make but I'm i really, just like it, i like it all together yeah i'm really happy with your melting pot because i can just turn that on and, and you never find, know what's coming yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. I, I've I added to I have I literally add something to it every day. Yeah. I, think. I don't think there's a day that goes by where and I it's don't add something to it. I now like I have some of the songs on my phone, but yeah. then I'm also finding stuff that I've never heard of ever. Yeah, like I just added in the last couple of days. Here, if this tells you what it's what it what it goes through, I just added some Black Sabbath, some Earl Sweatshirt, <laughs> Yellow Days, IDK, Slipknot, Red Fang, which is a metal band, mm-hmm. Kid Cudi, Pantera. Anderson Pack, Flying Lotus, and then the New World Sweatshirt. Yeah. That's in the last, like, three to five days. Yeah. It's always changing. It's a really good playlist. It's just, yeah, it's madness at all times. It's a really long one, too. It's yeah. getting It's getting to be really long. Yeah. I have that one. I have a relaxing one that's mm-hmm. kind of, like, more mellow songs. Which I, I haven't have... listened to that because usually I'm, I'm more in the mood to, like, rage. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of the time I'm not looking to relax, but... So I've been doing that. I have that one, my relaxing one, which I listen to like at night. It's yeah. mostly like a nighttime mm-hmm. one. Um, I have one that's all rap music, which I haven't added to in a really long yeah. time. And then I have one for Brianna, but it's only I only shared it with her. Yeah. Yeah. And that I have one for McKenna. It's McKenna has one for me. Well, I got the idea from McKenna. Yeah. for you. I was like, that's a really good idea. Yeah. I should do that. Well, I made her one, and I actually, it's terrible. I need to You're completely it. change it. It's so bad, but I have mine in like a specific order. Mm-hmm. It's like it like flows well. Yeah. And then it ends with our two favorite songs together. Oh. So it's Nike's by Frank mm-hmm. and then I feel it coming by the weekend because she at Bonnaroo, the weekend. well, and at Bonnaroo whenever 
the fireworks were going off. And, like, it was so magical. It was amazing. That's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Mine is, especially since my music has, like, my music interest has changed. It's, like, it's so embarrassing to look at. Now and it's so it. bad. I'm, like, I need to completely yeah. redo this. I add, I add mine for her quite a bit, actually. Yeah. Well, it's not, like, super long. Mm-hmm. I just, like, try to, like, keep it nice and short so yeah. it's an easy listen. But I did it, and I shared it to her, I think, on our anniversary. I was mm-hmm. like, this is one of my gifts to you. Aww. Which it was, like, I didn't really get her. Yeah. But I bought her tickets to see Travis, so. Yeah. Oh, we'll yeah. go. We'll go rage at that. Yeah. We're, like, in the upper decks, but so I'll, still, I'll still go still hard. There, yeah. Yep, round number three. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. I'm excited for you. I, I don't think I could do, I mean, I obviously, like, couldn't do, like, Travis. moshing yeah. at Travis, but I would, I'd watch it yeah, from the, afar. <laughs> the first time we went at Midland, we were front row. I know, you or said it was. Or we were front row, and we were, we were so sweaty afterwards that we could, like, re- like, wring our shirts out. That's, just, yeah, that's how I was after we Brock did, We didn't wear shirts on the way home, because they were too sweaty and gross. Ew, that's so gross. Yeah, it was so fun, though. Yeah. She, she, yeah, she's a mosher. That, it's but, fun. I'm that scares me like for her. She's she so can handle small. Her own. She's she's a grown woman. I know, but oh god, that would that would panic me. Nope. She's good. Well it's probably because McKenna's like the total opposite. Yeah. <laughs> McKenna could not handle a mosh pit. And the first couple times we moshed, I was like, Are you sure you wanna do she's like, Yeah, let's go. So I can't even think of what the first one we moshed at was. It had to have been like Ray Shermer and Lil Yachty or something like that. Which no, it was probably before wasn't that. like definitely not uh, Travis Scott. No, but... no. Our first concert together was J. Cole. That's fun. Yeah, at a tiny venue, like mm-hmm. a tiny one. It was sick. He, he's just been okay since then. Yeah, that was the last album I loved. Yeah, I haven't Forest heard much drives. about him. Which I also, I I don't know that much of him yet. I've been. I mean, he's he's okay. Mm-hmm. He's he's good. He just doesn't ever change. Yeah. And. He's ever, ever since he went platinum with no features or whatever, like mm-hmm. he doesn't have features, and I get mm-hmm. bored by it. Yeah. At times, I'm like, yeah, I do want to hear an album with no features, but also I really like features. Yeah. Like well, they spice, they, yeah, they, yeah, they spice it up. It makes it, it makes it more interesting for me. I don't like albums that don't have any features. I mean, oh, I, like I, like I can, I can like them, yes, but I just think it definitely adds to it. I, I enjoy it either way, but yeah, I would. I don't know. I like. I like. I mean, features. I'm not that particular that yeah. I'm like I don't like it, but yeah. I definitely love when, especially if it's a feature that like I'm not expecting. Yeah, like, um, that's why I like Kanye so much. Mm-hmm. I know you. I know you don't like. No, him. I do. I, well, you don't. You don't anyways, like him as a person. Yeah, but you can respect his music. Yes, and I. I still don't know. Like I, as I said, I didn't really know. I mean, his old stuff. I think yeah. the first one I really knew was um, Life of Pablo. Is that Pablo, right? Yeah. yeah. That one was really good. I liked it. Well, um, some of it, but... I like that whole album, actually. Yeah. Especially, I have the first version mm-hmm. still, because I downloaded it illegally when it first came out. So I still have the first version of the yeah. album, which That's is, cool. like, it, the album now, it's on its, like, seventh work through. It's completely, wow. di- it's completely different from that version. That's crazy. And he's added, like, two songs to it. So, but I was saying, I lo- That's why I like Kanye a lot, mm-hmm. because he... Yeah, he might not be the most, like, lyrical rapper or mm-hmm. whatever, but he's the best curator of talent in music, yeah. in my opinion. He puts together people on songs that you wouldn't... You'd be like, what the hell? But yeah. then it ends up being perfect. Like, Wolves on Pablo has Kanye, Sia, and Vic Mensa. Yeah. Which, Vic Mensa's a bitch. 
Anyways, <laughs> um, that's like the most random group yeah. of people. But it, the song came out amazing. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that music video? Mm-mm. Oh, it was during a ball. It was for a ball main campaign, and they're all wearing ball main jackets with oh. pearls all over them. That's it's cool. it's beautiful. I'll have to I'll, look I'll, at I'll, it. I'll show you it. It's it's amazing. But that's I love that. I love when people mm-hmm. can curate, especially if the features like make sense and fit oh, the yeah. album. You look at a lot of like trap albums, like a little pump album, like his features are there just to like be fun. Yeah. And I think people who take his music too seriously don't get it. I know. That's why like when he first came out with his album, I don't remember what it's called. Lil Pump Jet Ski. (laughs) Yeah. So I was like, we all listened to him mostly as like a meme, but I think every single one of us was like low-key into him, but nobody wanted to admit that. But I definitely, I was like, some of this like is pretty good. It's not bad. Yeah. But I wouldn't say he's like outstanding. No, well, none of, the only trapper that's outstanding is Young Thug. Let's get it real. Um, no, that's like, people think I'm mean when I say that, but I like, I'm being serious. I like Young Thug. Um, but Lil Pump, you can't take an artist like that too seriously. Like, no. he's, he's 18. He's such a all. meme, but it's like, it's and good music. He knows yeah. that. Like, he literally makes music to have fun. Mm-hmm. That's what he does. Mm-hmm. And I don't think music should be taken seriously no. all the time. I think sometimes you have to, like, really just, ha- like, it's supposed to be fun. Like, yeah, yeah it's your work and it's your well, mm-hmm. like, it's your, it's your living. Yeah. But have fun with it. Well, like, yeah, and if he's making a living off of it anyways, I exactly. mean... Yeah, I think his music's fun, and, and I think, it's not supposed to be taken seriously at all. And, and I think that goes for a lot of things. Like, mm-hmm. people just take things always way too seriously. Oh, yeah. Like, sometimes you'll see a joke on Twitter, and people will be, like, mad about it. Yeah. I mean, I'm just like, do we know what jokes yeah, are anymore? Yeah, exactly. Oh, you, like, don't and, even get me started. And comedy specials, like, people will, like, freak out, and, mm-hmm. like, it's like, guys, it's he's literally on a stage telling jokes. Yeah. That's what comedy is, mm-hmm. is he's telling jokes. None of this is real. Yeah. Like, he's not being serious yeah. right now. He's telling a joke. In like, Washington, you would hate it. You yeah, would hate yeah, it I so much. I can't do it. Which, I mean, like, my friends, like, you know, were yeah. open about it. But yeah. some people, it's just like, you're so sensitive to everything. Yeah. Nobody can say, like, anything. Yeah. It's like, the not media, everything is that deep. Everything's been hypersensitive. Mm-hmm. Sensitized? Sensitized. I was going to say sensualized, but that's a really dirty word. (laughs) That's not what I was meaning to say. Everything's been hypersensitized, and I just... Yeah. I even tweeted about it earlier. Like, everybody just fake overreacts about everything. There's so much fake outrage over things that don't matter. Mm -hmm. In the grand scheme of things, they don't matter. Mm -hmm. And that's that's why I stay out of, like, any of... I don't Mm -hmm. try to get into politics. Yeah. I don't try to get into anything, because literally... Like, yeah, politics, like, matter to an extent, mm-hmm. I guess. But, like, we've seen the popular vote yeah. not go the way we want it to go. Exactly. So, really, sometimes I'm like, do I does my vote really matter? Mm-hmm. Which I get blasted yeah. for that all the time. Because yeah. I'm, I'm very anti-two-party system. Mm-hmm. I'm very... I really don't like the way the government is. I don't I like don't the way either. it's set up. I hate a lot of the things that they do. Mm-hmm. But, in my opinion, like... I can't do anything to change yeah. it. It's been that way for centuries, and it's going to be that way for centuries. Yeah. And it's ultimately going to be what kills our country. Yeah. And that's, I'm about to get struck down by an FBI yeah, agent yeah. or something. <laughs> and like... that's hard for me, too, because, like, I completely agree with you on that. Like, yeah. so much. But where I go to school, like, especially the classes I'm taking, like, they want you to be involved, and they want yeah. you to, like... Well, my teachers not, push it, too. Yeah, it's not that I don't care about it, but there's sometimes when I'm, like... 
what the hell am I supposed to do? Yeah. Like, it's we're all screwed anyways. Yeah, like, exactly. And it's like, sometimes it's like, it'll be about topics that like, we have no clue about, mm-hmm. that we don't care about. Yeah. It's like, why do like, I don't care about mm-hmm. this. So why would I even like, Yeah. I mean like, yeah, I think the most important thing to vote in this city, like local government. Yeah. Because oh, that directly is. affects mm-hmm. you. Now, most of, like, the tax stuff, like, yeah, it affects you, but it's really for the upper class. Yeah. Me and you, we are not a part of well, the upper yeah, class. Well, yeah, exactly. Like, it That's just like, doesn't affect me. Most of the government and the politics that all of us see about, like, really, first off, we don't have any say in them yeah. at all. It doesn't I, I matter. If you don't have money, your say doesn't matter at all. Yeah. But the stuff, the small votes are really what matters. Yeah, local because, and state levels yeah. are what really matters. Who, who ended up winning the... I don't even remember. I don't even care. I don't even want to talk about politics. Yeah. <laughs> I hate him. But Deep subject. Did you have anything else you would want to talk about? Not that I know of. Well, thank you for coming yeah. on. This has been fun. Yeah. You weren't as awkward as you thought you no, were going to be. No, I wasn't. I, I told you, once you start talking, you yeah. forget the mic's even there yeah. and you just talk. It's it's. And you and I never get to talk one-on-one, so yeah. that's good. And I like it. It's. I like to do these as a conversation. Yeah. I don't like to call them interviews. Yeah. I like to call them conversations because a podcast to me isn't supposed to be an interview. No. It's supposed to be like we're just sitting here like mm-hmm. BSing in a way. Yeah. Um, so thank you for, yeah. for joining. Thank you guys for listening. We always do a self-plug at the end of the episode. So give them your social media. That's oh, what I do every time. Uh, my Instagram is A Rushley. It's A-R-U-S-H-O-Y. That my has Twitter, a really good jingle to it. My Twitter, I think, is the same thing. So, yeah. Follow me. You already know. On Instagram and Twitter at underscore C-H-V-N-C-E-Y underscore. That's on Instagram and Twitter at underscore C-H-V-N-C-E-Y underscore. Um, Thank you guys for listening. Please like and repost this everywhere to get me as many listens as possible. I know I'm like begging for listens, but (laughs) I put a lot of work into stuff like this. No, no, I feel it. And uh, I want it to be heard by as many people as possible. Um, Thank you guys for listening. And as always, don't forget to keep a clean track record.